Your last day of vacation and you found time for a deep tissue massage followed by a long mud bath then a two-hour nap. Because you're an American Express Platinum Guard member and booked your stay at a fine hotel and resort through Amex Travel, which means a 4 p.m. checkout. And those relaxing vacation vibes can keep going at the airport in the Centurion Lounge. Just a splash. Before you board the plane back to reality. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your travel experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Please welcome Drew Barrymore. Day two of Thrifty Week, a whole week dedicated to learning the secrets to saving money and inexpensive cooking hacks and design ideas that won't blow the budget. Um, And our first guest, um, well, he has the perfect name to kick it off, um, that's for sure. Um, But he's pretty much everything. He's a Grammy Award-winning rapper, a very successful entrepreneur who has a fantastic book that's... phenomenal guide to business. Um, A slew of TV shows like the executive producing and starring in hit he has. It's a franchise series, it's called Power. And um, you can now catch his new show, BMF, also on Stars. I'm so excited to please welcome Curtis 50 Cent Jackson! Ever get old? Yeah, for, to me, it's old. I don't want. I don't really want to perform that one. But the, it, every day is someone's birthday, so it stays. And that's stays what's so genius about yeah. it. And you know, in business, replenishables are everything. So that song just lives on. Great. It's smart it's just, business. It keeps bringing money, so it's great for business. Exactly. You know? And you. So good at business, and I want to get into all of it. I want to get into the producing, the book, everything that you've built, where you came from. And I thought, if you want, could we do things in reverse and kick it off with a game? Yeah, why not? Okay, all right. Um, Well, we want to put your skills to the test to find out, is 50 thrifty? (laughs) Um, Now, you may have an economical um, name, but let's be honest, you're a baller. I spent a little money. Yeah, we're supposed to. That's how we can make up for, you know, the work. If we're not going to enjoy ourselves at some point, right? There got to be some type of benefits we reap. Yes. But we don't have to just spend it ridiculously. So now let's get thrifty. Well, you, um, we pulled similar items. One's expensive and one's cheap, the economical version. And I was wondering if you could spot the difference. I think I can. Okay, first station, we have two gold necklaces. One is expensive and one is not. 50, which one is thrifty? I think the first one is thrifty. Is he correct? Yes, he's correct! I get that. Um, I'm right, you know, because 
whenever they give you a chain and there's like extra links in the back, that might be the cheaper one. <laughs> That's so funny because I would look at that as like the extra step. I'm like, you don't know if I'm long or 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 short. Yeah, I just know that they, they ain't no extra expensive stuff to give away. You just like, nah, you just skip what you paid for. You don't get no extra links. Okay, I am having an aha moment. I've never looked at it that way. And now that I'm looking at the back, you're right, this one's a lot more confident. Yeah, and this one had two, two, it looked like it's more, but no, nah, I got to be cheap. Well, you're right. This one is like a choose your own adventure. And this one feels very customizable. You see that? Whenever you see that, it's cheap. <laughs> okay, I am loving this because I am learning. <laughs> All right. The next up, we have two brands of champagne. Um, I was wondering if you uh, could taste the difference. Are you a champagne drinker? A little bit, you know, I have my fish here. A little, <laughs> little bit of the bubbly. Um, well, which glass holds the thriftier champagne? And this is... The fact that you're sticking your nose in it makes me feel like you're very confident. This is the thrifty one right here. Number two. Yes! Yes, it is! <laughs> See the color of this champagne? It look like water. <laughs> there gotta be a sparkling wine or something like that. That look like that look You're like fruit right. champagne, yeah. You're right. Okay, <laughs> the next station we have two lit candles. Um, take your time to breathe in the essence of each and possibly focus yourself and waft it up. Are you a candle person? No, but I'm trying to be on the show. <laughs> I, I love your commitment. I love you so much. I really do. Oh, this is, this is hard. Can I look to the studio audience for some help, please? <laughs> I, do you guys know? Could, could you just, it's only one or two. You could just do, put, put up a number. I could, you help me just be lucky. You, it, whatever one you, oh, she said two, it's two. Two is the thrifty one, I know. Because look at her, that she's right. So, can't win them all, you can't win them all. Can't win. So number one is the thriftier option. Yeah, listen. Okay, we have one last one. There is a bed here, and one of the pillowcases is very expensive, and the other one is cheap and cheerful. But we're gonna have to touch and hand feel in order to know which one is which. Um, can you tell by a hand feel which pillow is cheaper and cheerful and which one's more expensive and luxe? Wait a minute. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. This one felt like, this is like, you get this in the rich cotton. Yeah, 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 uh-huh. So are you picking that one? Yeah, that one gotta be the cheaper one, it gotta be. Number two is the cheaper one? Yeah. All right. Yes! Okay. And um, I can really feel the difference no, here. No, look, this is a hotel lifestyle. It's an expensive hotel, you go get this. <laughs> it's right here, rich cotton here. I love it! <laughs> I got to be in bed with 50 Cent, that was so fun. <laughs> um, Yeah. 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 So, a, 
Um, well, the pillowcase one and the rest of the bedding that you see here is actually from Pact. That's the one that you said feels yeah, like Ritz-Carlton. It feels expensive. It's good. It does feel expensive. By the yeah. way, there was no comparison on the hand feel. <laughs> um, it's all organic and it's really comfortable and everyone in the audience is actually going to go home with a $300 gift card from Pat. They're going to enjoy that. They're really going to appreciate that. Before 50 even knew, he was talking about how top of the line and luxurious and hotel-like the interaction was with this bedding, and you all deserve that. Get up mm -hmm. in your cozy <laughs> and say it's good enough for 50. Okay, we're gonna have more 50 after the break. I can't wait to get into a deep rich June's Journey is a fascinating hidden object mystery gaming app where you'll play as June Parker, tasked with a daunting obligation, solve your sister's murder. Set in the 1920s, the era of glitz and glam, this family mystery is one for the ages. Everyone's a suspect until your investigation determines otherwise. The clues are all around you, hidden within tricky twists and turns. You'll collect detailed information about each character in your photo album where you'll comb over every detail. You can even join a detective's club to chat and play with others or against them in the detective's league. With hundreds of puzzles to solve, you should probably get started today. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Curtis 50 Cent Jackson. I am so excited that you're here. Thank I you. really, really, I've been so looking forward to this and uh, we're just so excited to have a conversation with you. I'm so inspired by your entrepreneurial ways and I feel like I'm so glad that you wrote the book about it. That's a lot, yeah. Because I think people really want to have a guide in this world of how they too themselves could figure out how to navigate business. You know, in the beginning, I was uh, resistant to doing anything like in the self-help area because I felt like, the, you know, people that usually do that kind of see themselves as experts. Right. And then when I get a chance to talk about some of the mistakes I made, it kind of made me comfortable doing it because then it's like to prevent people from making similar mistakes to me. It's what made me actually like the category a little better. Um, well, you started executive producing a show called Power. Right. I feel like as a consumer that you single-handedly, like I just turned British too, you <laughs> single-handedly, um, that you single-handedly really made me focus on Stars Network. Mm -hmm. You really put them on the map. Yeah. You really put them to the forefront. Um, and that must be a very good feeling. Yeah, it's cool. Like when the network, when you go, go there in the early stages and you kind of, and it blossoms, it grows, then they, they'll start to listen to you. You know, they start to want more content from you because they've had success with everything that you offer. But power, it, I didn't, with the success of the series, I convinced them that, they, that it was a universe, like Marvel. Yes. Like that I can do multiples and that people appreciate and enjoy it. And, and stars, they came with the mandate, it's a, it's a premium women's mandate. So it's like they look at the content from a different perspective and lens and they're saying it has to be 
for, for women, for women. We have to have strong female characters, has to offer something that pulls on the strings of your, your heart, your feelings, when you're actually doing it. So even when the story has males in it, they, oh, they have to be attractive males, like ghosts and like <laughs> in the Power series. They said, no, you absolutely have to be attractive or get, get them out of here. The Interesting. Like, it's got to be for women and the men have to be hot. <laughs> <laughs> You were able to build a franchise, which, you know, in the industry is, is huge. It's really everything. It, it gives you um, a credibility kind of like nothing else. Mm -hmm. um, and you were able to convince them that it was a universe, and you got spinoff shows, and, I mean, that's, that's a very big feat. Yeah, it's just, well, five, yeah, five shows. Five shows! <laughs> I want to ask about the new and latest and greatest um, BMF in your franchise belt at Stars. Yeah, I'm excited about it. These guys, they went on to be huge drug dealers, hugely successful in it. And their choices, when you, they're both brothers, uh, Terry and Meech Flannery. And when you go back into their, the origin story of it, they, they come from a Christian family that uh, struggled with one child making the decision that do things that they feel like was going in the wrong direction and his brother would just follow them into it. And it's, it's, a, it's a family drama, but it's complex because of the choices of the children. Mm -hmm. And uh, they grow into full-blown adults and the things that they say that you'll get when you choose that lifestyle, you being dead or in jail or were what actually took place. But, um, you know, they did, the indictment fell in 2005, and they received 30 years apiece. Oh, my gosh. I, I've been watching the show. It's, it's um, I'm glad you're not, you know, putting a veneer on it. You're telling it like it is. Yeah. You're talking about a true story. It's shot beautifully. It's very cinematic. Um, it's very dynamic. Mm -hmm. You actually directed an episode. Um, episode 7, yeah. Who happens to have someone in it who? Yeah, uh, Marsha Mathers. I got Eminem. To Eminem. Come out. Yeah. Um, uh, I heard he just texts you random texts throughout yeah, the day. He, he does call me every now and then. Can I ask what a said random Marshall Mathers text is? Oh, he might see something I'm doing, like like uh, I'm on the Drew Barrymore show. And he'd be like, yo, you was right there? How was it? I guess say something to me. Um, should we text him right now? Is that awkward? I'll tell you my phone. Okay, wait. Uh, here, does he like videos or does he prefer t words? Let's pick the video. If we're gonna okay, okay. Okay, oh, I'm, see, this is how good I am at this. Okay. Yeah, oh, you look good in there. You're gonna like I this. I do? Oh, okay, thank you. Um, hi, Marshall. We just felt compelled to text you. Yeah, we live on TV. This big dog status stuff going on here. Um, here's everybody. Um, saying hello. And because I found out you send uh, Curtis random texts, we thought we would send you one. Yeah, and look, I'm sending you... I videos with really hot, attractive women in them. And you, I go, you need to send me something back. I'd like to see a video in return right. of somebody special. Oh 
my gosh. I was like, this is so fun. Wait, it's surreal. He's going to owe me big time. <laughs> well, I'm so glad that you guys are such geniuses and that you're friends and collaborating and putting wonderful stuff out into the world in such multifaceted ways. We actually have a clip of this truly eye-opening, um, amazing show. Please take a look. Yeah, ma, don't forget, I need money for that Bablo trip. We'll talk about it later. What'd you say last week? Hey, look, Nikki, don't even trip. I got you. We're not taking your money. Pops just for her school field trip. Did I stutter? Terry, how was school today? It was good. We're going to be on the honor roll again, right? Yes, sir. Make sure last semester wasn't no fluke. Yes, sir. <laughs> It has just been such a blast to hang, play, talk, everything. Yeah, this has been so much fun. Like, I've really? done, I just did Jimmy Kimmel. He ain't as cool as you. Oh, my God! <laughs> this day! <laughs> BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. you all to see. Take a look. Hi Drew, my name is Fernanda and in celebration of Hispanic Heritage Month, I'm going to talk to you about the history behind the iconic Catrinas that are often associated with Dia de los Muertos in Mexico. The first ever Catrina was actually a political cartoon by Jose Guadalupe Posada and it was published in 1913 during Mexican Revolutionary times. The original Catrina was drawn wearing a big hat, heavy earrings, and a gown that was fashionable for women of the aristocracy of the time. Since it was Mexican Revolutionary times, it was meant to be commentary on the hypocrisy of the rich that no matter how big your hat is, how fashionable your clothes are, or how much money you have, in the end, we are all just skeletons. And this type of Catrina is still recreated by artisans across Mexico and you can really buy these anywhere. Fast forward a couple decades, the Catrina re-emerged in pop culture after a legendary artist Diego Rivera recreated it for one of his most iconic murals. That is his mural, Dream of a Sunday Afternoon in Alameda Park in the historic center of Mexico City. He is painted as a child holding hands with the Catrina and behind him is painted his famous wife, Frida Kahlo. And over time, these Catrinas began to be combined with Dia de los Muertos, a day where we celebrate life, death, and life after death. And I personally believe that these modern day recreations of the Catrina still uphold the same message that Jose Guadalupe Posada was trying to tell. It's a way of unifying humanity during Dia de los Muertos, showing that in the end, we are all just skeletons. I hope you enjoyed the little history lesson, Drew, and I hope to also see you rocking a Catrina for Dia de los Muertos this year. I hope that you enjoyed that as much as I did. When you choose Organic Valley, not only will you be enjoying great-tasting dairy, you'll help to save over 1,600 small organic family farms who are protecting over 400,000 acres of organic farmland and all the plants and animals that call it home. 
This is dairy you can feel good about. It's great tasting, high quality organic dairy, ethically sourced from small organic family farms. To find organic Valley dairy near you, visit ov.coop. That's ov.coop. And I believe that cooking delicious meals for your family doesn't have to be complicated or expensive. This is very personal for me, and I'm very passionate about it because as much as we love food here at this show, I'm very into the realities of families that work hard and need to put food on the table for an economical price and quickly. So for me, I was thinking about, okay, sometimes I like the less is more approach in the kitchen. The how do I have a reality meal that's also like really amazing. Um, Less ingredients, less money, less time. And I have a quick and simple um, one that parents will like as well as kids. So I'm already dripping everywhere. So you want to take... The best part is there's only three ingredients. This costs $12 and it feeds four people and it takes minutes. So this to me is a great reality dinner and it's my version of tortellini and brodo, which is really just a fancy name for tortellini and broth. Um, All right, let's get started. All you need is three ingredients. Start with any stock that is your personal favorite. I think it tastes best best with a chicken. Um, But if you're vegetarian, this actually whole meal can be vegetarian, but we're going with chicken today. So it says, you know, on the package, um, I think we went with a butoni for this. Um, They say about seven minutes. I like it a little on the al dente side. You'll put in this amount and it's going to like bulk up. And then all of a sudden you're going to have like kind of twice the amount. So don't be surprised by that. Um, Then, once it's all finished, um, which this is still cooking, I'm gonna go to this bowl here. You wanna take it and you wanna, I like a little cracked pepper and Parmesan cheese. I mean, it's really this simple. Broth, pasta in, wait a few minutes, ladle it into your bowl, and then if it's just for your kids, that's it. Simple tortellini and broth. But if you're an adult and you have a dull palate like me, You need that amazing umami and you want a great fresh Parmesan cheese. Now, this is the most expensive item in the entire meal, the fresh block of Parmesan. And I think it is worth spending the money, but you can also, I do love me that skinny long canister any day of the week. So that's it. That's all there was to this beautiful, simple meal that is so delicious. I cannot wait to get my mouth around it. It really didn't sound right. (laughs) (laughs) Ross, come try this. Hi, hi, hi. I smell Oh my gosh. Okay, um, I got it. Ready? What? Uh, Drew? That's amazing. It's so, it's so simple. Mm. It's all about the Parmesan. 
Oh, that's so delicious. I really don't feel like this needs any salt. Mm -mm. You're gonna get the salt from inside the cheese in the tortellini, and you're gonna get the salt from the Parmesan that's grated on there. So um, here is my suggestion for a simple, affordable, beautiful, lovely meal that works for everybody. This tastes like a million dollars. Thank you, Drew. Oh, thank you, Rossi. right now, Ross, by the way. How's that going? Not great. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you like this recipe. <laughs> yeah. I read a cookbook, Ross. Say that again? I read a cookbook. You did? Yeah, it's called Rebel Homemaker. Oh, I'm so proud of you. Because I looked up the definition of homemaker and I was furious. What did it say? It's so antiquated. Oh, no. Well, that's why you're a rebel, Drew. Well, I thought if I put the word rebel in front of it, we might get somewhere. Mm. Um, so um, that book is going to be out and available, and it has cost-effective meals just like this. I can't wait. Is this one in it? No. Oh, well, we just, <laughs> they don't need it. You just showed them. All right. Well, I'm really excited to share that with you. It'll be out on November 2nd, and we'll be doing lots of stuff on the show around it. But for now, mm. this is my dish for today. Yum. Hope you like it. We'll be right back. Sure. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. so excited to hear that. Welcome back. It's Thrifty Week. And who better to join us than our next guest? I am a psycho Uber fan. Okay? Just going to say it. Um, they are the hosts of Cheap Old Houses. And they travel the country in search of historical homes on the market at affordable prices. And you just have to see them. I mean, I am like, I, this is my favorite account. Check this out. These guys found this house through our website. And... Look at it! Look at it. I need to step back and take this yeah. in. Wow. The Italianate farmhouse has to be one of my favorite juxtapositions of styles because we feel like we're in Italy, but we're in a farm in Illinois. Please welcome Elizabeth and Ethan Finkelstein. Oh my gosh! Such a fan. I've been following you guys since you guys launched your account on Instagram. And then it was no surprise to me whatsoever that Discovery Plus came calling and launched a giant television show with you guys. And it actually makes perfect sense. So you had a master's degree in historical preservation, right? I do. I have a graduate degree in historical preservation, but I was a child who grew up in an old house. And I knew when I was two years old that they're magical. Ethan, you know, you were in digital marketing. Right. So I have to say, the history meets the new era seems like the most potent combination. It's totally. really a brilliant match. Yeah, Elizabeth actually was creating all these blogs, and I was like, okay, we, we, we gotta make this thing like, you know, national. Like, we, we want our, our own cheap old house, to be honest, too. And we were on this epic hunt, and we were in Brooklyn, in New York City, like looking for this house, 
and we finally kind of have gotten our cheap old house, which, you know, I'm happy to say, but um, it People was... People can't afford houses now. Right. You know, we are in a crisis. The average price of houses in this country is $380,000. And here we are showing on our Instagram feed houses for under $100,000 that are awesome houses that need you and need your love. And I feel like it's the kind of, that kind of magic coming together of the magic of old houses, plus the fact that people can't afford them, like actual houses, that makes this feed so, like hits the nail right on the head right now. Thank you for putting <laughs> that into the world and making that a resource that's so viable for so many people. It's magical and it's attainable. Right. It, Thank you for saying that, but I'm interested to hear from you. Like, what is it about the feed that just strikes you? Thank you for asking me a question. <laughs> so nice. Um, for me, I just, I love design. I do believe it can enhance our lives in ways that are scientifically marveling. What I love about you and your design, Drew, I mean, your green room, I just wanted to stay in there forever. It was so sweet and it was, and it, pulled pieces from history and it pulled it together and I felt like it's a room I'd been in before. It felt safe. And I think that when people look through images of these cheap old houses, they're feeling a familiarity. where They felt comfortable in their grandmother's kitchen. They felt comfortable going to Thanksgiving at their you know, aunt's house that had that same sink. And there's something to that that I think we need to pull back a little bit on everything being new. It's better for the environment. You can reuse the items. You know, you're saving a piece of history with the house. These are, these are not where the VIPs live. This is where every American lived. And I think that's very important. Now we've got someone here in our audience and she bought an older home and is looking for advice. Please welcome Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Hey, Michelle. Hi, Michelle. <laughs> Michelle Sanders, I'm so excited um, that you're participating in this. Uh, please tell us about the new home you got. Yeah, so um, we're very excited. We bought it in 2017, and um, we saw a lot of potential with it, and we love reading, and one of the things that we wanted uh, your advice about is uh, the space that we have where, you know, maybe perhaps it could be a library where we could all get together and enjoy reading together as a family. Well, I'm very excited um, for Elizabeth and Ethan to tell Michelle what your tips are um, when you see this space? First of all, <laughs> props to you because this is like totally a kind of house that we would buy. It's beautiful. Um, you know, first of all, I would say when approaching any old house, you've definitely got to fix the issues. I'm noticing in some of these pictures that you've got potentially water issues that affected the plaster. And before you start any design in an old house, you need to make sure that you're taking care of that kind of thing. So it doesn't, because it will come back to haunt you later on. <laughs> Um, but then I would say spend a lot of time immersing yourself in the original intention of your home. So this house was built in the 1880s. I would say it's folk Victorian style, which was sort of like the Victorians for the everyman, right? So I would say if there's anything the Victorians loved, it's wallpaper. So I'm like, you gotta wallpaper this room. Now there is wallpaper in that room. I don't know if it's salvageable. It looks like it's highly damaged, but if you were to do wallpaper, now the wallpaper we're showing in this rendering is actually from the 1880s. Um, and I'm showing it to you to show you that not everything in a Victorian house was garish. There were some things that were more subdued. And if you like a crazy wallpaper, as I do, I would go for it. But you could also do something that's a little more neutral, but also very era appropriate, like this. That's beautiful. 
In terms of decor in this room, not everything in the room has to be from 1881. You have to a little bit get in the mindset of how people designed back then. They came to their house with family heirlooms that they were putting in the house that they brought with them. Things weren't as easy to attain back then. Things weren't as disposable. So there, were gun there was going to be a mix of eras even from the get-go. And so what I would do in the space is bring in some items from different eras, um, you know, portraits on the wall, old oil portraits, mix mid-century, mix sort of like early early 20th century, mix 1880s, get it all in there and it will feel like a space that's come to life. Um, I, I love what you've done. That's pretty. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And I, I think you mentioned too, you wanted to have some books in there, Michelle, and you know, collect those books, get some of these oil paintings, and you know, do it over time. Like this does not need to be the Instagram page where you flip the thing and you're like, oh, it's all revealed and here it is and here's my amazing thing. And the last thing that I do want to tell you is save a bit of the history of this house because you have that wallpaper that was there in the before picture and you can bring it into the new life of this house and you can make the new story kind of incorporate some of that um, old history by bringing it with you to the new modern space. Yeah, I heard when you moved in, a moving truck like got on top of one of your sewer pipes and burst it. Yes. I'm Michelle, sorry, you're, you're, you're a saint for like getting through that. <laughs> that could not have been fun. No, it was just, I kind of drove up and the moving truck had backed up instead of the driveway, just onto the grass and yeah, sank and crushed the sewer line. And so the moment we got in, it was, you know, watch, it was like watching an episode of The Money Pit. I don't know if you remember My favorite that. movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> and then the appliances went, and then we pulled the carpet up. It's like, oh, there's stuff glued to the floor. So there were lots of little surprises, but you have to laugh. The comedy, the money pit, the floors, the walls, <laughs> like that's the stuff I love. And that's the stuff we all relate to. Yeah. Life isn't a before and after, it's a during. So thank you. Thank you, Michelle, thank you. for having me. Ethan Finkelstein, I swear you are just, I'm, I was so excited when I heard you guys were coming on the show. So be sure to check out Cheap Old Houses streaming now on Discovery Plus and on HGTV. We'll be right back. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. For Drew's news, your news seashell, hold it up to your ear for the soothing good sounds of news. <laughs> and with me at the desk is my little puka shell, Rossi Ross Matthews. <laughs> yeah, hi everybody, hi. Don't listen too close to me. 
<laughs> I sound like the ocean if you hold me up to your ear, Drew. Well, isn't that pleasant? Yeah, well, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you have uh, the first story today, which is actually going to matriculate into something else. Well, you know, we do the news here every single day, and this season we have Desk We Will Travel. And today we're going back to Hollywood, Drew. That's right. Um, Danny Pellegrino, the host of... The Everything Iconic podcast joined us. This podcast is huge. It's like one of the biggest. Uh, like millions and millions and millions of listeners. Gajillions. Oh, oh, really? I'm not a mathematician, but good to know. Neither am I, um, which is why I, I say no rules. Um, <laughs> but he really is, uh, everyone kind of shows up and does his show. It's a big deal that he came and hung out with us and he delivers love letters to pop culture every single week. And together we tackled... Um, Actually, we, we're doing a few segments with him, and a lot of them are based in films that I was a part of, and sort of like spilling the tea. Yeah, because he's really good. He's a journalist. He gets down to it, so he, he gets the stuff you've never heard about her biggest movies. Um, he got some stuff out of me that I actually felt really vulnerable about. Really? Yes. He, 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 I'm like, gosh, as a budding journalist now myself... Um, I'm like, how does he do it? Because he, he caught me off guard several times. I could tell. Uh, really? <laughs> yes, I could totally tell. Because I'm so good on the fly. Mm -hmm. And he, was, I was like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, let me see now. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, you know. <laughs> I, and I'm a terrible liar and like the worst actor ever. I know that sounds so stupid. Yes. But Stop. I can't lie. So he got me in some really uncomfortable positions. Um, and uh, <laughs> um, this one's about the film Charlie's Angels. Take a look. It's Danny Pellegrino! Danny! Hello. I'm so honored, so excited to be here with the true icon, two of you. Thank you so much for having me. It's ironic that you have a podcast called Everything Iconic because you yourself have become very iconic. Do you, you see the iconic irony? I do not, but I will take that and I, I will, uh, yes, thank you. I will take that in. Today, we're going to revisit a movie that is near and dear to my heart. Hollywood Insider reports that Charlie's Angels <laughs> is now available to stream on Netflix for the first wow. time. Oh, a classic movie, Drew. You know, I couldn't come here without talking about Charlie's Angels. I'm so excited to dive in. It opened at number one at the box office in November of 2000. Uh, it's a fantastic movie, and I want to go back to the first movie where it all started. <laughs> Let's check out this incredible fight scene from Charlie's Angels. King Kong Palm. That is so crazy to, to see. What is it like to look back at that? Well, um, we trained so hard, you know. Um, uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, mm -hmm. and The Matrix were sort of just the biggest trending sort of phenomenons in action movies. So we were lucky enough to work with the team that did both of those movies. And Keep it jump-started female-led action movies of that sort of era. And I didn't want to do an action movie that was like, I'm so dark and cool and a badass and I'm going to do this and that. I was like, I want to be like this and then surprise you yeah. with the capabilities. Well, and we talk about people you share the screen with and Charlie's Angel, of course, you share with Cameron and Lucy. There were always these rumors about a part three and a part four starring you guys. How close were we to getting a part three with all of you guys? What was it going to be about? Like, can you tell me all of it? 
I think, to be really honest, we all got to be in each other's lives all the time and we were such good friends that we were so satisfied. We didn't feel like we needed to make a movie in order to be together anymore. I like that. Because we were together. I gotta say, Lucy is out there, you know, right now talking about her instance with Bill Murray. And um, I did this whole video and like sent it to her to back her up and she was like, nah, I don't need it. And what happened exactly? You wanna know what I happened? Wanna, yeah, we wanna you wanna spill the tea? Yeah. Uh, yes. Um, okay, so what really happened was Bill was just in a, you know, comedians can be a little dark sometimes. Um, and he just came in in a bad mood. And what you have to know is how much Lucy stood up for herself. Mm. And that was the thing great thing that came out of an unfortunate circumstance she literally said i do not accept that kind of behavior from you and we all supported her and backed her up and we moved forward was it all directed at her or was it just a general it, there was a general okay. and then he zeroed in on okay. her hmm. and um in the workplace, it is so important that we respect each other. And if you don't feel you're being respected, to speak up for yourself and to have people around you say, I back this person. I love that. But I respected her then, I respect her now. I'm proud of us as a team and a company that we didn't tiptoe on the eggshells. Mm -hmm. We dealt with it right then and there. We were strong and we moved forward and we didn't accept anything less moving forward. Yeah. Yes. I love that Lucy said that. You know, she was an action hero in the movie. I feel like she was a superhero in real life. She really was. Yeah. She really was. I mean, I, Charlie's Angels, I, I can't stress enough just how great it was and how iconic for the time it was. And I always hoped that the three of you would get together. And it was so wonderful to see the three of you on the talk show. But I still think we are holding out hope for some sort of reunion scripted or something. Can we just hold out hope that maybe one day there could be a third one? Could we please? I, yeah. I will always hold out hope okay. um, because it is something that is so personal to me. Mm -hmm. You know, that was a, a four-year, five-year endeavor wow. as a producer. Mm -hmm. Do you guys want a third one? I would go. Yeah. Yes, yeah. hello. Yeah. If you ever do, we will all show up and be there. <laughs> it probably maybe like more in the Golden Girls era. Okay, I'll yeah, take that. Watch. Like, that sounds even better. Charlie's Angels, we've all moved to Miami and... Charlie's Angels on the lanai. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Rossi, and thank you, the phenomenal Danny Pellegrino. And to get more from Danny on this spectacular podcast, you can go to Everything Iconic right now. <laughs>
It's an $18 investment, but here's what you get. Um, a glass bottle that you permanently keep, and then you get the little refills. And what I love about this is I'm a big Blue Land fan. They're one of my favorite environmentally conscientious brands. Um, but this is a great way to get your kids thinking in the right direction. So this is a great time to get your kids started on planet-saving tips. So this is planet-saving because you're making it in a glass jar you keep. You're not throwing away the plastic uh, soap container, right? I am so awake when it comes to plastic and trying to find the alternatives because I want there to be a planet for my kids. Yeah. And um, I think this is just a great, optimistic, fun way to do it. And if you go to the Blue Land website, you'll also find heaps of just the most amazing products. They are truly one of my favorite companies. And um, I think now we get our kids started on the right track, which feels really good. And by the way, good for you, Blue Land, getting a collab with Disney. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So thank you so much for joining us, you guys, today. It has been such a pleasure and a privilege to hang out with you. And for anyone who may be watching at home or on the go, please take this energy with you. We hope that you have a fantastic day and just, yeah, have a good one. <laughs> Bye, Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.